3: If you love something, to set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Here at LifeLock, we have to say, what a load of bull hockey. All those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try and set it free? That's crazy talk. The truth is, it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. But with LifeLock by Norton, it's easy to help protect yourself. We help monitor your info and alert you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com aware. That's lifelock.com aware for 25% off. LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: Let's go!
3: You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Huchmanzada, and
4: Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Huchmanzada, Plexico Burris?
3: It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Errington, TJ Hushmanzana, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the show and happy new year to everybody out there. Cheers, baby! Cheers! You are listening to Up On Game. I'm Levi Arrington. That's T.J. Zada And Plexico Burris is somewhere, at some point, we'll get him back on the line. Stretch Armstrong, you know he moves to a different drum beat. You know, that's all that is. We got a great show lined up for you guys today. Ohio State dominates Clemson. got to get into to a couple storylines about that game. Uh, Woo! All right. Uh, targeting it's interesting we'll see what that's all about pressure how about baker mayfield playing a what i said is a toothless pittsburgh steelers team a when you get in type of game we'll get into that tom brady super bowl or bust is it a justified deal watching what Tom Brady has been able to do in Tampa Bay, or do you need to see a Super Bowl? So we got a lot of topics to discuss. Uh, it's been a great week of sports, TJ, and, and you've been pretty active. I mean, heard you on the Dan Patrick Show. I know I did it with you one time, but I think I believe I heard you three times on the show this week. <laughs> yeah, man, getting it in is fun. When
1: you love sports and you get to talk sports and you're able to talk about it, um,
4: what else would you want to do? Yeah, I don't know, man. We, yeah. We got Big Day Gascon doing our updates. We got and We got Iowa Sam. Welcome back, Iowa Sam. Yeah, how was your guys' New Year's, man? It was, was low-key, but it was great. Yeah.
5: yeah? Enjoyed it. Had some champagne. Okay. It was fun.
4: Some champagne. What'd you do, TJ? I just sat at the house, watching football, eating.
5: TJ had a crab cookout yesterday from what I, I saw, saw that. on Instagram. I well, that,
1: I, will pre- I don't do the cooking. Luckily, I have friends that like to cook, LaVar being (laughs) one of them. (laughs) And my childhood friend literally cooked for about five or six hours yesterday. That's
4: all he did. Wow. And it was Mm. fantastic. Nice. I was supposed to go, but I was in and out of sleep. You know, the cool thing for me on New Year's, because I had to do Undisputed the the next day, and I got up at 2.30 to start my preparation for the show, was I'm an East Coast kid, so – I got to do New Year's at nine and and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So it was like Happy New Year, but it was only nine o'clock here. But with my parents and my family and all that stuff, they were all celebrating the New Year and, and all that stuff. And and I did my bubbly toast with them, and then and I passed out, went to sleep, and woke up. Bring the buildings down when I did a show. You know, that's what we do up on game. You know, we're like all over the place, TJ. Like we do like different shows. Even we got to expand, have our own show, man. You know? And Get our voices out there. Well, I mean, everybody wants to be up on game. So, I mean, if they could get a part of us some way, somehow, I mean, I'm sure that that's just what you're going to do. <laughs> Shouts out to Fox, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartMedia. All right, let's jump into this. Ohio State, all right. They dominated Clemson. Absolutely dominated Clemson. And I know you You had some bold predictions and we know that Dabo was going to have to be able to to answer questions if your bold predictions came to fruition but I want to start here I don't want to start with Dabo yet I want to start with if this was Trevor Lawrence that had the game that Justin Fields had last evening if the kid from Florida has this type of game in his bowl game against Oklahoma. Everybody's going to lose their pants. Pants are gone. NFL scouts, NFL coaches, pants are burnt. They're gone. They're out the window. They're thrown in the trash can. No laundry. They're gone. How should we be looking at Justin Fields after a head-to-head competition against who is perceived to be a generational, franchise-changing, unbeatable quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. I,
1: I, Me personally, I look at him the same, but I'm a little more impressed if I'm being completely honest. I, I sat in here on this show a few weeks back and said I would be somewhat concerned after watching Justin Fields in that game against Northwestern. I, I didn't like the way he looked in the pocket. I thought they confused him a tad bit. But this is what sports is about. The more games you play, you, you the more preparation you have, you become more comfortable in what your eyes are seeing and you're able to play faster. You're able to play with efficiency and getting the ball out on time and going from your first to your second and possibly your third read And that's what Justin Fields did yesterday. He played extremely well. Trevor Lawrence did not play bad. Trevor Lawrence threw for 400 yards. He just didn't have the better team. But if you want to make it a Trevor Lawrence versus a Justin Fields, both guys played extremely well. It wasn't even close to me. What what the, the
4: class the class difference was so different. And, and listen, Are you I, talking the players or the teams? I, I'm talking the way they played. Yeah. I, I the way they played, like I, I can you can look at the yardage. We could look at a lot of different things that were comparable. But what I will say is is that, that Trevor Lawrence was outclassed in terms of the way Justin Fields played versus nah, the way he played. I can't I can't agree with that. I got I gotta say
1: there's it. I gotta say it. There's no way He was outclassed. Outclassed easily. Did Justin Fields play well? Yeah, he played extreme. When you throw six touchdowns in a bowl game, and damn near every deep ball he threw was on the money. He played a great game. Not only did he play when he took that hit, he has some broken ribs because I know what that walk looks like. I've had that happen to me plenty of times. And that actually forced him to sit in the pocket and be smart and go through the reads. Look, he didn't want to be uh that mobile quarterback and have to run with those ribs like that, or possibly his back being bothered. He played well. But Trevor Lawrence played well as well. And people have to take this into account. Trevor Lawrence, if this is again is off the top of my head. Trevor Lawrence, I believe, has started thirty eight games. He's only lost
4: twice. He's gone thirty six and times. two.
1: Thirty six and two as a starter. Justin Fields has only started 16 games. And so you would like that to be more.
4: That was the biggest game of both of their careers to date.
1: And that's the, their biggest
4: game. The two games that Trevor Lawrence has
1: lost was yesterday against Ohio State and not last not year. No. And no, 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 no. Last year and a national championship against uh, uh, LSU. LSU. Me. Yes, yes. So those are his two losses. So Trevor Lawrence was 34 and 2. As a starter, so he started 36 career games, 20 more than Justin Fields. So his experience level is so far ahead of Justin Fields just on game started snaps.
4: I like what he's going. seen. That's sound reasoning, and and I get where you're coming from. But the bottom line is, is if you're gonna say you're the best, then you got to compete against the best, and, and he, you got to beat the best. And what we saw last night.
1: Justin Fields did that last night. This is what Justin Fields has done for me because there there was talk of, wow, will Trey Lance be the second quarterback drafted? Will Zach Wilson be the second quarterback drafted now? What he has done is, I believe he's eliminated that talk. But as far as him leapfrogging Trevor Lawrence, unless he does a number on Alabama, even if he does that, It's still
4: not going to be enough.
1: It's not going to be enough, but it's going to solidify him as the number
4: two quarterback, which should make him a top five pick in the NFL draft. But should it be enough? When we're talking about meritocracy of what you're doing, should it be enough? Because to me, I look at it like this. If I have to be the national championship through a playoff, you could talk about all the experiences all of the the wins and the losses, all of the prior accomplishments. But it all comes down to can you win this game today? When we saw Alabama go out there, they embarrassed Notre Dame. Can you win today? When you go out there, Clemson plays Ohio State. A lot of people are up in arms that Ohio State was voted in. Everybody's got a problem. Why did they – This many games, they shouldn't have been there. Somebody else was deserving of it, and I can guarantee you if that some other team was in that game, Clemson would have dogged them, and they would have been playing Alabama in the national championship. But you saw a team come in that was much maligned because of whatever it is that you want to look at as the rules or regulations of how you end up being here, and I saw a kid, a young man, throw down. Set a record in in touchdown throws. Outdueled the number one prospect in college football. I I could care less about all that other stuff you just threw out there at me about Trevor Lawrence. I'm looking at the game last night. Trevor Lawrence made bad decisions during that game. There were bad throws. Trevor Lawrence was under pressure, throwing balls into people's hands. He's fumbling the ball. He's he's taking hits. I saw a – for the first time, I saw a, a pedestrian Trevor Lawrence. I yeah. saw – that's what I saw as, if, as a player, an onlooker. Every quarterback in the country,
1: and I'm not just talking college. I'm talking professional as well. If their pedestrian day is 400 yards – And you're the number one rated prospect. They all take a pedestrian day. If you're the number one rated prospect. I don't prospect. care if I'm the number th- – Hundred prospect, the number one prospect. You got to know, but you got to know what that feels like to understand my pedestrian, what that. You can't be that pedestrian. If my pedestrian day is four hundred yards, no way. I take that. No way. He was beat by a better team. That's just all. You're it putting was. it on.
4: You're putting it on a team, but but Justin Fields' his numbers clearly say he was the better quarterback. He was the best. said, said just, he was the I, best player in that
1: game. And last I just night. said he played better than Trevor Lawrence yesterday. Like, like but Trevor Lawrence, him. you didn't no, think he, he didn't outclassed, him. He outclassed, he outclassed him. No,
4: no, way, way outclassed There's him.
1: N- you don't throw for four hundred yards and get outclassed. And it wasn't like you could throw He got 400 a, he yards didn't get a bunch of playing. fluff
4: yards at the end. It wasn't, wasn't a bunch of fluff from yards behind the entire time. That's the first time in his career we had to watch Trevor Lawrence actually play from behind play on his back no that that's not true because that early, is true uh, no
1: no earlier in the year they were down that is true and he brought them back they played from behind and he brought them back to a victory against Boston College they were down they
4: weren't down by that much yes they were no, they, they were weren't.
1: they were down against Boston College pull up the points what were the points I know they were down back. in that game but and that again wasn't, I, not by I don't want to no. I don't want to discredit what Justin Fields that's what everybody's doing right now. And that's that's Phil, what I'm finding you to he do. He played
4: fantastic. No, he played the best.
1: He played fantastic. And he did play better. He played than, the best. He did play better than Trevor Lawrence. Yes. But that doesn't, because you play one game better than me, erase the prior 35 games that I've played. 20 to 10 lead. 28 to 10. Yeah. And. And Trevor Lawrence brought them back, so that's an 18-point deficit. College. That oh, ain't even even College. See, that a, that see is, now we keep moving the goalposts, right? College. The goalposts was there, and now we're going to move it back, right?
4: Yes. Let
5: me ask you guys this. How much was a factor of Tony Elliott, the Clemson OC, not being that there? Ha-
1: that has to play a factor. But, again, I told you this yesterday that Ohio State was going to win. I told you this yesterday that Ohio State was going to win the game. Even if he had been there, I still believe Ohio State would have won the game. But that has to play into it when your offensive coordinator isn't there. That has to be. a And factor. also
5: against Justin Fields, Clemson didn't have the defense getting in his face, making it. It
4: wasn't like Northwestern, right? No, nah, Clemson uh, or or Justin had pressure on him. Listen, Justin, Ohio's- Justin had pressure on him, and in fact, on one of them bombs that he he tossed out there. Uh, Accurately for like sixty yards plus in the air, he was under pressure and duress and had to step up into the pocket with with sore ribs and deliver the ball. Ohio State
1: was just a better to see Clemson when they. And no disrespect, they're in the ACC and Clemson has become Alabama. Their backups are better than. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone
3: relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
1: starters so everybody they play they're always at a physical advantage then when it, this was big on big my guys can match up with your guys my backups can match up with your backups and we saw the results of that Ohio State can match up player for player with Clemson
4: I buy that do you guys buy that? Call in. We want to hear your voice on this. 877-996-6369. That's eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. I usually feel really good about TJ's takes, but today clearly he must be in a an argumentative. My field. take
1: is so good he don't know how to feel about it.
4: No, it's 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 I, I feel like you're diminishing what 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 my boy Justin Fields did last night that was an assassination that took hey. place and and Trevor Lawrence was the recipient of 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 that work so i just got to i just got to hear what the callers are thinking because i I'm, I'm not saying that this is a a Trevor Lawrence Justin Fields debate but it kind of is because i felt like the okay let me ask you this question real quick
1: you're you're drafting. Who you? I just need one answer. Who you taking? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? You're
4: listening to Up okay. on Game yeah. with Lamar Arrington and <laughs> T.J. Hushmanzada. We'll get Plexico in here at some point. I'll answer that question on the other side. Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Media. It's finally here, the big game, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. That means you can bet from almost one-third of the country. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New users sign up with code UPONGAME and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings. Kings Sportsbook. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text and TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Had to bring that trap music in because cause this is like real trap beef. Some beef going on right here. We usually be on the same page, but we got, we got a little beef going on right now. I want to hear what y'all got to say. And, and, and to answer the question, what, who would I draft after that game? I'm not going to say I'm changing my mind to not take Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's body of work, as you mentioned, TJ, is way too defined. Too much accomplishment that says to me I can base actual factual information into what I believe I'm going to receive in this player and this prospect. But I got to say, as a former Big Ten player, someone who follows the the league very closely, I remember Justin Fields when he was still in high school. He was actually so good. He was one of the kids on the uh the QB documentary that Steve Clarkson does with with uh Adidas. with um uh, not Adidas. Q B retreat. I forget I forget his name. Yeah, I mean it's QB. It, it, same same stuff, but uh the guy that did Friday Night Lights, who come on, what's his name? I can't remember his name anyway. Me either. He's an actor. Me. Hey, uh, hey, uh, here, here's the deal. The thing about it is I've been watching his progression as a player since going to Georgia, transferring into Ohio State, and and the one thing I'll say about him is, is that Justin Fields has tremendously, by leaps and bounds, improved every single season that I've watched him play. He was good last year. Like, Phenomenal, actually, for Ohio State last year. The things he did last year, I, I have not seen. Like, I know we, we'll throw Dwayne Haskins out there. It's a different animal. When you watch Dwayne Haskins play, Dwayne Haskins, you're watching someone manage a a team and did fairly well managing a talented I can't, team.
1: I can't say that. Dwayne Haskins, I can't. I
4: can't. His, his arm talent is... As good I, as anybody, him, he, just,
1: he doesn't have the athleticism. He had of J.K. A
4: Dobbins in the backfield. He had he had oh. a, a flunk of receivers. And tight end, so does Justin and, Fields. And he had a, an offensive line that is ridiculous. The difference in, in Justin Fields, in my opinion, is the awareness, the accuracy. And the command. The difference is... To me. Just off of my
1: my own looking. The difference is the mental makeup. That's the difference. And then let me me clarify this before we get to these callers. Um, Trevor Lawrence wasn't starting against Boston College. It was DJ. But... Trevor Lawrence is so good, he never really has to play from behind. Go ahead. Let's get uh, to these callers.
4: I, I, I appreciate you clearing it up because I did make a good point.
1: Because I know one like of these I callers is going to come in and try to check <laughs> yeah. me like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we so already sorry. got one.
4: Well, I, I, I wasn't going to do it to you, but, I mean, heck, let's go to him while we're at it. huh? Let's let's go to Charlotte. Let's talk to Jim. What's up, Jim? Hey, hey, Dylan. I apologize.
3: My, my call was actually to be my first call in ever to a radio show like this. Nice. was to be the resident fact checker. Okay. I went to Boston College. I went to that game for my 50th birthday. I was a guy down there by the in the rich seats with the eagle head on and my letter sweater on. All you Clemson fans out there that remember me and were hating on me, lovely fan base though, lovely, lovely fan base. But my my point was just to call in and and, and fact check that one item. All, All right, right. I appreciate it. John, thank right,
1: you, man. Happy New Year, you. man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Mark in Virginia.
4: What's going on, Mark?
6: Gentlemen, I uh, hope you're doing well on the New Year's. Yeah, uh, back both, at you. Both health-wise, but more importantly, spiritually. Indeed. Um, Mr. Penn State, uh, maybe in another show you can tell what happened to your uh,
0: – My Courtney Penn State. Brown. Courtney yeah. Brown,
6: that name. Maybe someday you can give a little FYI as to what happened to Courtney yeah. after he was drafted by it's the Browns. Injuries. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I know, it's sad. Anyway, um, uh, first of all, I am an Ohio State fan. Okay. i got to point that out. Well, however then I'd have to point hit. out
4: that Ohio State got destroyed by that same Courtney Brown, but but go ahead and continue your point.
6: You know, you're right, and that yeah. kind of hurt. Yeah. I'm going to have to back up. My ribs are hurting no. now. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah, he made but, a lot of uh, things you're hurt. right, you're right. What I'm, you got? No defense. No uh, First of all, that hit on the quarterback shouldn't even been a penalty. I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Agree.
4: We can agree and on that.
6: That's what scares me both in pro and and in college. Whenever I see a great hit, and, you know, back in the day it was like, oh, now I'm looking for the flag. Yeah. And that's sad when I see a great hit and the person does right and this kid did nothing wrong. And then then his game is over. It's not
4: not even that he just had a penalty. His, His game is over. Yeah.
6: Yeah, however, they were running on up and down the field when the, when he was in the game or not. Remember, he was 19 yards downfield when he got hit. So <laughs> where was number 47? Yeah. He wasn't even in the play. That is so, true. Uh, and the worm really turns. Last year, all your hit was after that poor officiating call. Um, eat, don't worry about it. It's no excuses. So I, I don't want to hear any excuses about the offensive coordinator or that. Ohio State, I think, taught Alabama one thing. You want to play man up? Don't underestimate their speed. Mm-hmm. All because right. I'm telling you, these guys were five yards down the field. They were. And uh, he was throwing dimes. So, he was um, dropping dimes. Yeah, so I, I don't want to hear the whining. Last year, remember, Ohio State, egregious call, terrible call. But uh, that's in the past. I think taking the two games in totality, Ohio State, State dominated in that other game. But mm-hmm. they just lost because the receivers zigged rather than zagging. He ran the wrong pattern. We all know that. But Justin Fields never once criticized his receiver. Not once. He took it on himself and said, Yeah, I threw the pick. <laughs> so uh you guys right. stay well, okay? Hey, back at
4: you, Mark. Happy holidays, Teve. Appreciate you. All right, let's get one more before we get this update. Uh let's go to Brian in California. What we got, Bri
6: Mr. Us Shada, Mr. Harrington and Mr. burris How you doing, my brother? All right. Good. How are All right. You? What's going on? Yeah. I'm grateful for another year. I'm grateful to have uh, three black brothers. I watched growing up sports, doing a radio show. It's great to have you guys on the weekends. Yes, um, I I got a little. I think both of you guys are right in a sense. Uh, TJ, I see yours with the longevity with uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, um, he, he's shown over time that you know he can get the job done. And then with Justin Fields, Arantin, I think you got a good point too. You know, the NFL is a league of what have you done for me lately? And and lately, Fields is the hot guy. Um, so. I think they're both great quarterbacks. I thought the game was awesome. I think it was a game that we needed. I think I thought the matchup was better than people expected. So that was great. As an LA Rams fan, I would love to have either one of these guys because they're better than Jared Goff, <laughs> aka Matty, uh Matt Ryan Jr.
4: So, oh
1: geez. Love you brothers. All right, appreciate it. Bro. John Wolford might surprise you tomorrow. He mm. might surprise you.
4: We got a lot of of games, bowl games underway in full swing. Our boy Matty, Matty Ice, Matt, Matt Corral, Corral at Ole Miss. We we coached him at Long Beach Poly. He's out there leading them against uh, the Big Ten. Obviously, I gotta cheer for Ole Miss above the Big Ten because of the personal connection. We got some other games going on. You got uh, Kentucky and the Tax Slayer Bowl uh, playing against uh, NC State. Let's get an update. Let's let's find out everything that's going on. Dave, talk to us, brother. What oh, we got?
7: Oh man, oh man, oh man. Who's uh who's picking up Texas guys? I can think that's the big question oh. going on right now. Man, is, didn't
1: they just come out and say
4: he wasn't going anywhere? Boy, they lip service, isn't it? What's up with that? Wow. Well, you know, colleges they handle things a different way. Well, they got a different way of doing things, man.
7: Not, not at Southern Cal. Oh no! Not at all. They didn't
4: want it. They didn't want to
1: lose those recruits, so they. Oh, he's not going anywhere.
7: <laughs> Guys, thirty-two and eight was Tom Herman, but today they did fire him. According to a statement from athletic director Chris Del Conte, he evaluated the program and then recommended a change to the university presence, So he is gone. They had a win just a couple days ago against Colorado when they blew them out and put a fifty-five on them. Oddsmakers in Sin City have Ohio State as at least a seven-point dog. A couple books out there, guys, have the Crimson Tide of Alabama as eight-point favorites in the national championship game. NFL news, Alvin Kamara, who's already listed as out tomorrow for the New Orleans Saints, he's not alone. The entire backfield for New Orleans is also out. That includes Latavius Murray, Dwayne Washington, fullback Michael Burton, and running backs coach Joel Thomas. They've all been ruled out against the Panthers because they came in close contact with Alvin Kamara, who tested positive for the coronavirus. Browns had to close their practice facility again today. It's third time in four days. And NFL Network Report in Washington will start Alex Smith at quarterback. They win tomorrow against Philadelphia. They are in the postseason, and they will host a playoff game. How about that?
4: Woof, woof. Wow. Interesting. Thank you, sir. You bet. Well, we'll be back up with you. And speaking of uh, – fighting to to make it in uh for we're all in the fight against COVID 19 Ford motor company they're doing their part they're manufacturing and donating 100 million masks that's pretty awesome to underserved communities and ford encourages everyone to join the effort we are so close to winning this fight we're close people and these next weeks are super crucial if you didn't know you should be paying attention Let's hold the line on this one. Continue to social distance, wear your mask, look out for others and one another so we can get back to where we were, at least somewhere close to it. Together we can get it done. Let's finish strong. This is a message from the Ford Motor Company, and we appreciate Ford for, for stepping up and getting into the fight and helping out uh, masks make a difference. We're almost through it from what we're hearing. The, the vaccinations are coming around. But let's get back into some other things that are uh, more more fun to talk about, which is let's, let's revisit this whole uh, discussion of the Ohio State-Clemson game and your take on it. I mean, your take on Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence, your take on should Ohio State have been there. It's It's all out there for you. Let's go back to the the phone lines and see what you guys are talking about. Jerome in South Carolina, talk to us.
1: Hey, LeVar, yeah. I just want you to know even if they beat Alabama, uh, Ohio State, beat Alabama, yep. okay, I don't, <laughs> Lawrence
6: is still going to be the pick because he's the golden boy, man. Come on. He's the golden boy. Justin Fields, he's the kid from around the way. Hmm.
4: But is, a, is it, hey, is, it a that, head of a but is it that simple like is it can it can it be that so simple where we just say that let's just let's just look at what he does because here's what I'm going to say to that if that's the case then how did Joe Burrow which is one of your guys TJ how does Joe Burrow Become what he becomes. Wins the Heisman, goes number one in the draft, and is the Golden Boy. He did not have the body of work of of Trevor Lawrence. He did not have the amount of starts and backdrop backstory as Trevor Lawrence. We appreciate it, Jerome. Uh, that's talk to me about Golden Boy because I don't I don't buy that either. You play your way in, or you or you don't. And I think he's doing a great job of making the case. Trevor Lawrence from.
1: The day he stepped on the campus at Clemson, they saw he was different. And they saw he was different because they actually had a good starter in Kelly Bryant that took him to the championship game the year prior. That they were willing to say, Trevor Lawrence is so good, we need to get him on the field now. Trevor, you're going to be the starter. And he played extremely well, obviously, only losing two games in his college career. So he wasn't anointed the golden boy. He earned that name and that moniker because of the way he played and performed like we can say oh man they've given this to him nice nah, it, he earned it he earned it he played well and
4: he earned it and I, I don't have a problem with that but talk to me about the comparison in terms of a Joe Burrow Joe Joe Burrow had a great historical college season last
1: year and so whereas Trevor Lawrence has had a great career
4: Justin Fields has had a good career with some great games sprinkled in it. But what if what if he wins the national title? What that doesn't That's put just him one... on the same level as Joe Burrow and what no. he was able to do? No, because Joe Burrow did it. I mean, he's I believe, doing it, and in, in I believe the COVID. he did it.
1: I think he. I believe Joe did it in 15 games. He was great for 15 games. One, two, one through 15. Joe was great in 15. So games. Justin
4: Fields has more games that he was great in than Joe Burrow. Huh. Absolutely. Where? Last season. Did you not watch him play last season? I did. Justin Fields was a dog last
1: year. He was good last year. No, he was a dog last year. You can't tell me you're great all year and your team doesn't win at all. He was great all year. No way. His, he was great his, all year. His last pass of the You're season. You're telling me you got you to win it all pass, to be great? His last pass of the season last you know year was an interception true. in the end zone versus a Clemson team TJ, that they defeated yesterday. You know that is not true. You do not have to win it all to be great. No, no, you do not. But when there's a guy at your position that did just that, you can't compare the two because Joe was great every game. He had no choice but to be. You, nobody shredded Alabama the way he did. Alabama doesn't do that. They don't give up those type of points. So what and yards? if Justin Fields shreds Alabama? Then he's gonna he's solidifying himself as a second quarterback drafted because there was a lot of talk of that not being
4: the case. We were just having a conversation not too long ago about did he hurt his chances coming back and playing? Yes, now the did. kid comes back and blows up on Trevor Lawrence's time and on his watch, and we're saying that's still not gonna be enough.
1: enough to overtake Trevor Lawrence yes
4: and why shouldn't it why why should it just be a foregone conclusion I mean some people have made mistakes I'll tell you why taking quarterbacks not with their first draft pick and you know what and there might have been someone there that you were paying attention to that showed you you should have gave him the opportunity and he didn't get it
1: I'm gonna tell you why and all the viewers listening why this is the reason why there's zero percent chance of Justin Fields going number one Zero percent. Zero percent. And 0%. I don't disagree with you. The consensus is this. I just don't agree with it. Everyone believes, when I say everyone, all the decision makers in the NFL scout that Trevor Lawrence... There are some things that
0: are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
1: is the number one pick. If you draft Justin Fields first and Trevor Lawrence has a better career, that guy that drafts Justin Fields first will never, get, first a job will never get a job again. Unless Justin so, Fields
4: is having a great career. Unless
1: he has a great career. Yes. And so they're going to go with a safe pick because but that doesn't self-preservation.
4: Right. I'm not a saying it sex. makes it
1: right, but that's just the reality in the world we live in and I that's agree. what's going to take place.
4: I agree with you. I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. In fact, I think that's disgusting because in the end, when you prove that you you can take – like that's what America is supposed to be about is getting your opportunity and when you get your opportunity, you show and prove that hey, your you know, opportunity matters. You know what's crazy matters.
1: though, LeVar? Coming out of high school, Justin Fields was the number one quarterback in the country and Trevor Lawrence was the number two quarterback. Yep. In now they flip-flop. And now they flip-flop. And so, same thing. I I do
5: think we're arguing top five picks, so it doesn't really matter,
1: right? No, it matters. It it matters. I mean, LeVar was in that conversation, so you could ask him, does it matter? (laughs) You know, for me, yeah, for
4: me, it wouldn't matter. But LeVar can
1: probably speak on that better than I can.
4: It matters because you want the merit of your work to be honored and to be. To be appreciated. That's why it matters. So if I'm a top, if I grade out to be a top twenty pick, a second round pick, I don't want to go in the third or fourth round. I want to be where my value says this is what your value has, this is what your hard work has earned you. So it doesn't matter if you're a top five projected. If I'm top five projected, then I want to be top five projected the way that I was projected to be. So, to me, that's where it matters is because it's like if I am going to put all of this time and energy and hard work and sacrifice and dedication, all the things that the people don't see you do, but just assume you made it look so easy and assume that you did X, Y, and Z. We don't know what Justin Fields' approach to this game was, but whatever it was, it showed out and it showed very well on one of the largest stages. It's so funny. One of the things that I always find myself looking at is how revered guys that have won in big situations, how mu- how much more they're revered and respected than guys that were probably better players but just didn't get the opportunity to play on those those large platform of games. Course. It's just how things work, but I felt as though Justin Fields did himself a service by playing the way that he played and if he can put that together one more time against Alabama, that's going to be pretty interesting to see because I think this conversation has to be had over and over again if Justin Fields brings a national title home with a performance that would be comparable to what he did last evening. You're listening to Up On Game. I'm Lavar Arrington. That's T.J. Hushmanzada. Plexico is in the locker room getting some Bengay, some Tiger bomb. He's getting he's got, IV. He's Plex getting, getting to IV. To IV. <laughs> and, and, and at some point, we'll figure out what's going on with that. Uh, on the other side, on the other side, we we gotta talk about the targeting call before we move on from this, and we got some other great conversations to have as well. All right, Fox Radio, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartMedia. We got some great topics. Hang in there, we'll be right back after this. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports
3: Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on LA to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in
2: love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe
1: now.
4: Sometimes you just gotta let the track breathe before you bring the show back in. Yeah. Cause that that hove be hitting hard. Uh. Uh. He talked about his chick too. Uh. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, hove. All right, hove. Cause I could rock to you, I could bob to you the whole time. Speaking of bobbing and rocking, too, it's you listening to up on game? I'm Lavar Arrington. That's T.J. Hushman. Zada Plexico Burris. When we have him, is when we have him, we're gonna get him on here pretty soon. Uh, let's continue on with this Ohio State Clemson Sugar Bowl discussion. Now we talked about the the quarterback situation, the head to head battle, but all in all, you got to take into consideration the preparation. The amount of time that you have, the the COVID that you have to overcome. There's so many different items that you got to check off on your list to prepare for such a big moment uh, as a coach. And we got some sound from Coach Dabo about how he felt about the game. Take a listen,
6: Dabo. Do you think your your Poll
5: Ballot, had anything to do with their motivation? And in either way, do you do you regret you regret not not ranking them 11th? But, but just the way you explained
1: it. No, I don't regret any of that. And, you know, the, the, the polls have nothing to do with motivation. Both teams were highly motivated to play. And, listen, they're a great team. As I said, you know, uh, that had nothing to do with Ohio State. I said they were good enough to beat us, good enough to win the whole dang thing. I didn't think anybody that that uh, didn't play at least nine games I, in my poll that I wasn't going to put them in the top ten. So, I wasn't going to change that just because there was a chance we could play him. So I,
5: I don't have any regret about that. Only thing I regret is I obviously didn't do a good enough job getting my team ready. But I don't regret anything. Else.
1: What do you think? Man, Dabo is, uh, is classic Dabo. He he was trying to belittle Ohio State and rank them 11th. And because early, early in this uh, process of playing college football – One Dabo Sweeney says when the Big Ten decided to play games, he's like, oh, I think it's just a crazy year. This is Dabo Sweeney speaking. Who knows how many games anybody is going to have. I think if they have started in November, I think it had been feasible. If they're going to play eight, nine, whatever games, I just think they'll have an opportunity to compete. I have no problem with it at all. Hmm. I'm just glad they're able to get back and play. So you said that when the Big Ten released their schedule and you see – that they weren't going to play as many games as you guys were going to play, or other teams across the country. So now that that happens, you want to turn around and discredit them, oh, and rank them eleventh. No, you shouldn't have done that because that there's times in practice where you just don't want to practice. We know it as an athlete, in those times when the coach and at Ohio State saw that Ryan Day, he can bring that up and that. And that's going to give you that energy to practice a little harder because that's in the back of your mind. And and Dabble knows that. He, he thought that Clemson was not going to lose, and he was in for a shock the way that Ohio State came out and played.
4: Well, it came back to biting for certain, uh, making a direct uh, comparison, making a direct uh, conversation point Towards the team that he ended up playing against. I, I tend to think that what he said had some there was some merit to it, there was some truth to it. But with that being said, everyone had to try to overcome the uncertainties. There was no there was no book, no manual prepared for dealing with COVID nineteen in a season and that to me is what made very irresponsible uh in regards to basically saying that they should not have the ranking that they have because they didn't play enough games like it there there's sense in it but to understand the amount of 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 things that it's about getting,
1: it's about getting the four best teams
4: it, a, that's what it was Get about and, and we knew that we know that ohio state if they did what they were supposed yeah. to do would be one of the best did you think notre dame was one of the
1: four best teams prior to the game prior to the yes. game, yes you did i didn't i thought I didn't. they
4: were i mean i thought it was debatable it, it was, was deb- debatable yes it was debatable yes i thought it was debatable anyway i i want to continue on on this this topic but it almost feels like we need to move on. Let's move on. Let's, let's jump on to something different. Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, T.J. Zada Plushko, Birds. We'll be right back.
0: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
6: Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh,
1: giraffe.
0: If you dare.